Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. my two cents podcast episode 18 which is entitled what are we doing what are we doing my 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 doesn't that sound right what are we doing i'll break down more exactly why i entitled that for this episode but before i get into that let me get into my usual the food topics for this week april 18th today it is an ammo crackers day april 19th will be rice ball day April 20th will be Pineapple Upside Down Cake Day. April 21st will be Chocolate Covered Cashews Day. April 22nd will be Jelly Bean Day. April 23rd will be Cherry Cheesecake Day and National Picnic Day. And April 24th will be National Pigs in a Blanket Day. Now, the reason why I named this episode, What Are We Doing? Lately, this week, I was looking at certain things and I was wondering... What are we doing as a society? What are we truly doing? Now, my topics I'm going to get into is, well, I'm going to get into the police officer, police officers, one, um, misting and pepper spraying a guy in the face, a lieutenant sergeant, uh, a military officer in the face, sorry. I'm going to get into the Dante Wright incident. I'm going to be getting into a black officer being vindicated for something that she did some time, some years ago. I'm going to be talking about a a California teacher going off on students on Zoom. Well, not the students technically, but the parents. And then I'm going to um, basically leave you guys with some more of my thoughts on something. But, before I get to my thoughts on well, the last instance, I'm going to get into, well, I'm just going to jump into it. I want to talk to you guys about police officers for one quick second. I want to ask this question. Why? Wh- what are police officers doing? Now, I understand police officers uh, business. When you're a police officer, your job is to protect and serve. I get it. Not gonna lie, I'm not gonna lie and try to act like I'm stupid here and say, oh, I don't understand it. I don't understand uh, what they do or why they do what they do. I understand certain, certain certain instances. I understand exactly why they do what they do. I understand it completely. But let me just break down the scenario for you. You're driving home at night, right? It's dark. You're driving, and then the red and blue lights start flashing. All right, you pull over to the nearest place where it got lights. All right, you are now being yelled at by officers to, one, put your hands outside the vehicle. And they're yelling at you. They got their guns drawn out. They're yelling at you, put your hands out the vehicle. Yell at the vehicle, yell at the vehicle. Everything else. They walk up to you. They give you the whole natural deal. Oh, this, uh, they tell you, uh, unbuckle your seatbelt, but they tell you before to keep your hands outside the vehicle. Are you going to buckle 
are you they going are you gonna unbuckle your hand? Are you gonna unbuckle your seatbelt or are you still gonna keep your hands outside the vehicle and try to talk to the officers and ask why they're pulling you over? Because the officers haven't told you why they pulled you over yet. They just start yelling at you to keep your hands inside your vehicle. They haven't they haven't told you exactly why they pulled you over. Just hands inside the vehicle, okay? They tell you to now unbuckle yourself. Still with their guns pulled out to you. And you know the whole stories of what happens if you make one move without them telling you something. So you're telling the officers, hey, 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 I got to unbuckle the seatbelt. I got to unbuckle the seatbelt. You're telling me to keep my hands outside the window, but you tell me to unbuckle my seatbelt. Which one do you want me to do? But you can't really get mouthy with a cop because if you do, something might happen to you again. You're in a lose-lose situation. What I'm basically getting at to you, ladies and gentlemen, was that this officer was in a lose-lose situation. This officer could not, he was doing exactly what he was supposed to do. Whether people might say, well, he didn't, he did, he resisted with the officers or not. This man did not resist with the officers at all. This man has been watching the news. He knows his rights. He knows everything else. The officers are supposed to tell you, point blank, when you get pulled over, they're supposed to tell you and walk up to your door and they're supposed to do this whole stupid cop routine of this. Pull, and this has happened to me before. Off something so stupid. They knock. They walk up to you. If you have your windows up, they knock on your window. Or if you have your windows down, they, this is always the same exact stupid verbiage. Uh, do you know why I pulled you over? That is the most dumbest question that you can ever ask somebody that you're pulling over. Let me just make that perfectly clear. That is dumb. I should... People... <clears throat> People should be able to give them some funny, some funny ha-ha, just to pop themselves type uh, comedy for them. Do you know I pulled you over? Did you smell donuts in my car? Uh, did you happen to see me with your wife? Or did you happen to see me with, uh, did you see me walk out of a bakery and you thought you can get, there were some donuts? Or what, some type of thing that'll make you pop and laugh yourself and hopefully pop the officer to just ease the tension. But first and foremost, that's a dumb question to ever come out of your officer's mouth. They should straight up just tell you, okay, I'm pulling you over for this. Just to ease the tension and stop making you guess. Because that is the most dumbest question to ever ask somebody that you're pulling over. Especially in this time that we're in. Even before the time that we're in, this is the dumb question. Do you know why I pulled you over? For the love of God, no. Just hurry up and tell me the reason why you pulled me over. So we can get back to business so I can do what I was doing before you pull me over and you can get back to actually doing your job all right now this guy this military uh, officer he gets he gets pepper sprayed in the face because people because the officers are saying that he is not following their orders he is not com- complying he is not doing any of that let me explain something to you yet again I'm a black man explain this and I'm pretty sure white people are probably tired of me having to explain this, but just for this is sorry. I'm I'm not I'm not sorry for this. This is always going to happen whenever we see injustice happen. I'm going to always going to say this. I'm always going to say what as a black person what happens when you're a black person and an officer pulls you over. We have our hands on the wheel. We have our hands on the dash. We can comply all we want. There is always that element of something going extremely wrong and we are all afraid. We've seen videos, we've seen either in the movies or television or even on personal videos from a police body cam now that they be doing it or in a camera that somebody be 
taking as a bystander, somebody be video recording it. We have all seen exactly what happens whenever we comply. Something either we get shot or either we get pulled out of the car and get beat up on, or the cop starts giving the giving us mad lip for nothing because they might be having a horrible trash day because their wife told them that hey, I'm not cooking you more any bacon, you pig. I'm just saying they might have an extremely bad day. I don't know what more to tell you. But this officer, these officers, they decide to pull this man over for some expired tags. Expired tags. Now, this is at night. Let me break this down for you. This is nighttime. The DMV is closed. You can do nothing at night. Expired tags. He wasn't doing nothing illegal. He wasn't speeding. He wasn't doing anything else. He was just driving around with expired tags. That is one of the most dumbest things to pull somebody over for. Expired tags. That is dumb. If the man was speeding, I would say, okay, you caught him for speeding. Oh, yeah, yo, you need to calm him down on the speeding tonight, sir. Or if he was swerving all across the uh, road, pull him over for that. Yeah, cool. If he was shooting some out of, if he was like shooting some out of his car, yeah, you can pull him over for that. Littering or just shooting out something out out of his car. Yeah, you can pull him over for that. But expired tags at night. I've gotten pulled over because uh, my officer has told me, "Hey, yo, your one of your backlights isn't working yet at night." And I'm glad he pulled me over, but this is not like night night, like black at night. This is like nightfall was happening, like sun was coming down, and it was still had the blue aura at before it like hit pitch black dark. So I was happy a cop was able to tell me that, hey, yo, your your backlight's out. All right, cool. And he just like gave me a warning, which is the dumbest thing ever, for the love of God. Yet again, if you're going to pull somebody over and you're going to do all that, just tell them, hey, yo, this is what's wrong with your car. Can you get it fixed? There you go. Go about your business. Don't give them a warning. I don't know what makes officers want to give somebody a warning for something. We're going to give you a warning for sp- speeding. We're going to give you a warning because your headlights isn't when your lights are up. We're going to give you a warning for this. Just dog, don't waste the don't waste the paper. Don't waste the extra little energy that I got to do just to throw that little warning ticket away. My God, my G. That is the most dumbest thing. You're wasting paper. Matter of fact, turn that paper into some fraudulent bills. Do something with it. Jesus, don't be trying to just give me that for nothing. A, a fake a fake ticket. That's all a warning is. That's a fake ticket. Who wants that? That is so stupid. Especially to new drivers, whenever they get a new a warning, they are so worried out of their mind. I knew, at least I was. Okay, is that going to go on to my... Uh, parents, uh, uh, driver's license, their, 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 their insurance. Is that going to mess our thing up? Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't have people, don't have new drivers, especially new drivers worrying about what that's going to do as a, as a warning. It's in the name, but yet again, you overthink. Let me get back to my point here. They put them over for expired tags, but for expired tags, and he didn't quote unquote comply to them, which he was complying with them because guess what he had his hands out his window he complied they tell him to unbuckle his seatbelt but you have two officers 
yelling at you, one telling you to have your hands outside your window, and one telling you to unbuckle your seatbelt. You're doing what one of the officers says. You're not, you're not not complying. You're actually complying to what the officer's telling you to do. So, what happens is, this man gets maced in the face. But before he gets maced, one of the officers says that they're threatening him that they're going to tase him. That he's about to feel the lightning. About to ride the lightning, which is the most... That is the most... That is the most ludicrous, crazy thing to tell somebody. You're about to ride the lightning, boy. What do you mean, ride the lightning? I didn't know this was an amusement park. I didn't know there was an amusement park. Amusement, a, a ride called Ride the Lightning? What I envision a ride the lightning is that you're going to go on a straight-up just uh, buggy and just start just peeling off on... <laughs> at a at a at a spot at an amusement park. That's what riding the lightning is. As a matter of fact, they should make a ride called riding the lightning. Now, just off of that, he just gave a amusement park a perfectly good idea for a ride. At least the name of a title. But getting back to my point here, he gets hit with that threat, and then the officers, one officer, still got the gun on him and pointed at him. And the officer gets up and he says, "You know what? I'm I'm gonna miss you if you don't get out the car." And he's yelling at the officer, and the officer's telling him, what am I being pulled over for? He still hasn't get told why he's getting pulled over for. Nothing. He still hasn't get told. So the officer maces the man. And the man is taking it like a champ. He's getting maced in the face. He ain't even wiping his face. He just say, this is effed up. You, what am I getting pulled over for? What am I getting pulled over for? I'm. This is how you treat your veterans. I'm, I serve, I'm serving right now. And let me explain this to you right now. People, this is not the way at all. You're supposed to tell somebody what you get them, what am I being pulled over for? And after that, then we can start talking about, okay, I need to see your driver's license, registration, all that good garbage that officers do. You didn't get to none of that. You didn't get to, hey, I'll pull you over for this reason, I'll pull you over for that. You didn't get to none of that. You got into strictly hostility, anger, off-rip. That's what happened this time. So, now, the man gets maced, he gets pulled out of his car, he gets handcuffs, and he's still not worrying about himself here. He says, can you pull the window down because my dog is in there and he's going to choke on the spray. He is worried about his dog at the moment. He's not worried about himself. He's worried about the dog. Can you pull down my window so my dog doesn't choke on the mist? Can you pull down my window? While they're still trying to handcuff the man, but the man hasn't even resisted nothing. He ain't even trying to fight back. He ain't even trying to wipe his friggin' face because mist, because this whole thing's on his face. This man is the most compliant man I've ever seen and not even hold, not even trying to swing on an officer, no nothing. He's just complying. It's everything. What person would get sprayed with pepper spray in their face and not even try to wipe it off their face or get maced and not even wiping it off their face? This man, he didn't. That's what happened. He was complying and everything else, and then he got popped with mace because the officer was being too gung-ho and too, too much of a dick. To really tell this man, hey, oh, you got, hey, oh, we're pulling you over for expired tax, which they end up telling him after they are arresting him because they said that he was failing to comply with an officer. How can you say that when everything's getting caught on camera, dog? 
You got to think in your head as you're doing a job. Oh, yeah, I'm wearing a camera. Oh, yeah, it's going to be there. Oh, yeah, it's, this thing happens. I happen to have a legit camera on me. It's catching everything. There's going to, somebody's going to see this. They must have thought that, okay, somebody in the, somebody in the, somebody in the squadron is going to erase this video or at least going to uh, massage this video enough that they could kind of cover it up. Nah, fam, as you can tell, that didn't happen. And what ended up happening was one of the officers got fired this week for that incident happened for that video showing, but the lieutenant, but this uh, military officer is suing the police officers. He's suing them. And this was in uh, Virginia, which again is another God, bro. I don't, I don't know more I can tell you with this whole deal. That is so stupid. The man was doing his job. How can you guys just start pepper spraying a man and he did everything what you were supposed to do and everything else? Da 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 da. It's it's so stupid. Hold up, right here. A police report from the stop indicates the officer stopped the military officer because he did not have a rear license plate on his new SUV. Although the report adds that after stopping the vehicle, they saw a temporary plate taped to a window. Now, I've seen cars get bought. As a matter of fact, in 2019, when I, me and my brother got our used our car, which we bought from a car lot, uh, we had some a temporary uh, tag until ours came in to the dealer and we had to pick it up from the dealer. But we never taped it onto our window or anything. We had it directly on like the car plate where you're supposed to place it. But I've seen other cars have the taped onto the back window and never get stopped. And, I, and I've seen cops like really wanting to get people too. But I've never seen them like stop them, stop somebody for this. This is the first time I've ever heard something like that. It's so stupid. It was so stupid. How are you going? I'm not even going more into that. There's another incident. Dwight Wright. Now here's now I'm not gonna try to say. I was so moving fast on this. Let me slow this down. Dante Wright. He was a man that got killed. Uh, this week in Minnesota because he had was getting stopped because in Minnesota, apparently, it, you cannot have uh, things dangling off of your uh, rear view window, which is nuts. I mean, why can't you have things that... It, anyway... It's cool, fine. You can't do it, fine. He probably had an air wick. If you have an air wick, guess what? You could plug it, in, plug it into your uh, air conditioning little thing to sp smell up your car nicely. I'm not here to whatever with that. Cool. You stopped him. You pulled him over. Okay. You pull him out the car and everything else, and you find out that there's a a warrant for his arrest for something. All right, cool. You do that. The man is outside. He's still standing there and everything else. You're about to put him in handcuffs. Now, here's where I had my issue with something here. Because I'll be frank, this is me being transparent here. When I read exactly what happened to Dante Wright, I was trying to figure, I had, I had, I was conflicted in my body. Because Dante Wright is a black man. He was 
in the report of what I read, he was uh, being arrested because he had an outstanding warrant. And I always say, well, they always pull the outstanding warrant garbage on us. But he tried to run back into the car. As a black man, you get the do's and don'ts when you have the talks with your parents. And my parents have told me, always comply. You always have your hands on the wheel. Just do what they need to say. Don't try to get back talk because you got to make it home to your house. You got to make it home, Joe. That's what you got to do. Just grit your teeth and call them pigs and bacon and uh, jolly want donuts later. Call them everything outside the book later after you're done. But once you're in their peripheral vision, do what you have to do so you can make it home. And that's what I do. So when I read the report of, okay, he was already arrested, but he was running back into his car. I was like, oh no. And then I heard that he got shot. I was like, see, you can't run back in to your vehicle, dog. The jig is up. They already got you in handcuffs. Now you're giving them free terrain to try to light you up in your car because now they're going to say that they don't, that they don't know that you were going after a weapon or such and such. You're already, you're giving, you're throwing them a layup for them to dunk it in the alley-oop and just give them all and say, well, we didn't know if he had a gun in his car. We didn't know if he had such and such in his vehicle. We didn't know. So we were afraid for our lives. That's always their little go-to. We were afraid for our lives, which you're a police officer. You're going to be afraid for your life every single day. That comes with the territory of being a police officer. I would think it is. But hey, who am I, right? A simple guy that thinks simple and thinks logically. So when I read the when I read that, I was like, well, you just gave them everything they needed just to say that, okay, they were threatened for their lives. But then when I saw the video, I looked at it and I was like, okay. You he gets in the car for a good one or two minutes, and the person is holding their gun. And they're holding it and just keep on shaking and shaking. And you hear somebody yell out, taser, taser, tase them, tase them, tase them. And then they let the gun off, and you hear, oh, crap, I shot him. And then you see the car speed off, and apparently the car ends up in the crash later. Now... When I saw that, I was like, hold up. You called for a taser, but you shot him with a gun. Come to find out later, there, and I didn't know this, because yet again, I keep on saying this over to anybody that really digs into what I'm telling you here. My head's usually in the dirt, and I don't know much about certain things unless I have to actually look into it. And on... It, on E, not ETV. Was it ETV or yeah, Access Hollywood? Not Access Hollywood, but uh, was on e Entertainment Tonight or it was on one of these like shows. Uh, it showed the difference between a taser gun and a regular gun. And it showed that a taser gun has a yellow uh, thing on it and there's a weight difference. A taser is lighter than a handgun. So whenever she yelled out, whoever yelled out taser and the person let off the gun, how would you mistakenly mistake a taser for a gun? And there's been videos of officers now coming out and saying, hey, yo, there's no way she mistaked that gun for a taser. There's no way she did. There's no way at all. There's been officers coming out 
that are on the force, you can look this up, literally, have been coming out and saying, hey, yo, there's no way she mistake a gun for a taser or a stun gun. There's no way. So I take that for what it is. You look at them. You got your own people, your own, the blue, the shield, if you will, coming out to tell you point blank, hey, yo, you knew there was no way. There's no way you didn't know. Yes, we're under distress, but there's no way you didn't know that. And if you look at the video, ladies and gentlemen, she had enough time to realize, okay, this is a gun, and you just quickly a gun a, into a taser gun out. Or yell at somebody else to get the taser gun out and you do it instead of letting off with a gun. But when I read the report, I thought, okay, you just gave him everything you needed. But now seeing the video, I'm like, okay, nah. You didn't give him everything. And there's and then my mom, me and my mom, yet again, I keep on saying this. Me and my mom had a conver- uh, 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 conversation about this, and we were. She talked about how okay. Well, she said, "Did you see the video?" I said, "No." I read the report, and she said, "Okay." We look at the video. I looked at the video, and then we had a conversation, and then I still was on the side of okay. Homeboy shouldn't still shouldn't have ran into the car. But I said, "Joe, it doesn't matter if he ran into the car or not." How many times have we seen them? grab somebody else, a.k.a. white person, outside of their car, and they were still not had a gun on them or didn't even tase them. They were able just to get them out of the car and just drag them back to their police vehicle. And I said, you know what? You're right. There's a lot. There's, there's been videos of it. There's right. And then, I had to, then, then my brain started clicking like, okay, even if they didn't want to shoot them, they were just still yelling out, tase them. Do you not know how many times we've seen police officers pull out a black person or beat them up on the street because they were upset just because they weren't complying with what they needed and the area got you you could have you could have kicked him you could have punched him did anything and this kid would still be alive right now but you decided to okay get the gun and shoot him but okay I really meant taser but there's a gun you gunned him and now the person that has been uh, charged with this is who is her name? What is your name? Da, 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 da. Kim Porter. Here it is. Former Brooklyn Center police officer Kim Porter was charged with second degree manslaughter in Sunday shooting of Wright, 20 years old, during a traffic stop. The former police chief of Brooklyn Center, a majority non-white suburb, said Porter mistakenly fired her handgun when she meant to use her taser. Both the chief and Porter resigned. Tuesday. Now, yet again, I'm just a guy who has never worked in the police department or anything like that. Oh, and by the way, Kim Porter was released on a $100,000 bond hours after her Wednesday arrest appeared along her attorney, Earl Gray, at her initial appearance Thursday over Zoom, and she said little. Now, whenever the whole second second uh, degree uh, manslaughter came out, she is facing up to up to the maximum of 10 years. 10 years, you say her the force for 26 years. So you're 48 now. You're about to be 49, if anything, and still 26. So you started your job at the age of 22 to 23, right? You mean to tell me you don't know a handgun from a taser? That's what you're going to try to inform me. That's what you're going to try to tell me. But yet again, Joe, they're under distress. But you had 26 years to work and do this. You should know what a handgun and a taser both feels like. 
I spill and I smell and I smell debauchery. That's what I smell. I smell debauchery, ladies and gentlemen. You know what? As a matter of fact, I got the perfect clip for you guys to listen to. And I think this will cover it all up nice and well for you. As a matter of fact, I'll let SpongeBob take over right about now. This is a load of barnacles. Okay, that truly is a bunch of barnacles, ladies and gentlemen. No more than less. We'll just have to see what the government, our justice system, good old red, white, and blue. Oh boy, good old statute. We'll do for the black community. Let's see if you're going to give us justice on this. Let's see if we do it. Let's see. By God, let's see if we get it. All right, now on to the next one. On to the next. Before I get to that one, I want to get into something around my neck of the woods, South Carolina. I want to get into that viral video of the uh, black man being confronted by a white man in a neighborhood. Now, I was, yet again, I was in my own head, in my own environment, and I didn't know much about this until uh, my mom brought this up to me. And then Twitter brought it up, and then TMZ brought it up. I don't know who this uh, person is, but what I'm getting at is that a guy was walking around a suburban neighborhood and a black man, yet again, a black man was walking around a suburban neighborhood and a white dude in a video that's captured is confronting this black man and telling him to leave this neighborhood, this community, we're a close-knit uh, community, and the black dude tells him point blank, A.O., I'm just here to take a walk, bro. There's nothing wrong. I live around this area. The white dude tells him, I have never seen you before. The black dude tells him, hey, I've been here. How long have you been here? And then the white dude says, where do you live then? Where do you live? And the black dude tells him, I'm not telling you where I live. I'm not telling you nothing. And then the white dude tells him, you need to leave, you need to leave around here. This is where you're close to Nick neighborhood. Yes, and such, such, much, much. The black dude tells him point blank, hey, uh, I live around here. I'm just taking a walk. Leave me be that. The white dude tells him, go ahead, go, go. And the black dude's trying to walk around, walk the other way. And the white dude's persistently trying to get him to walk one straight way. And the black dude tells him, hey, uh, there's another, there's more than one way to get out of here. And the white, black, white dude tells him, point to his face, not this, not this time. Either you're only going to go out one way or I'm going to make you go out this way. And he basically keeps on shoving the dude and all this and all that. And the black dude says that, hey, I smell alcohol in your breath. And he's trying to let the camera, and he's giving off the idea that this guy might be drunk. He might be drunk talking to me like this right now. You need to back off and lay off the sauce. You need to lay off the sauce, dog. Which I believe that you should. If somebody can smell alcohol in your breath, and if you're acting uh, not yourself or acting belligerent, my G, over nothing, you need to lay off the sauce. Lay off that goose, all right? So, the video goes viral, and now the guy that was harassing this black gentleman is now being suspended. He is a sergeant first class. The man's name is Jonathan Pitland. He has been suspended from his instructor duties at Fort Jackson and is charged with third degree assault and battery. Listen, and also, by the way, the black man did happen to live around the neighborhood. Ta-da! Magic! You don't need to always bother somebody just because you don't see them around. 
Now, I would get if there was a bunch of if there was some burglaries that happened around the neighborhood, and then somebody just happened to say, "Hey, oh, we never seen this man before," and then you ask this man certain questions. Okay, cool. But I would think you want to come at somebody in a nice way to do it. You don't have to be a yet again. You don't have to be a dick to get the answers that you want from somebody. You can ask somebody, "Hey, oh, where are you from? I never seen you from here, bro, guy." You can ask them just out of the blue. Yes, it might be an inconvenience to them, but I guarantee you they'll be able to answer all the questions that you want answered. If you, it's all about how you come out to somebody, you can't come at somebody filthy and expect a nice answer to come out of them. Yes, yeah, certain times it works that way where you can come at somebody filthy and they're just a nice person. They just be like, you know what? Hey, I live here, or I was just getting this, and they and all the and all the things can be so nice, but that's a rarity of an occasion. Usually, people will come at you and meet you with that same energy that you're throwing at them. If you come at me harsh way, nigga, I'm gonna look at you some type of way. Yeah, I just said it. I'm gonna look at you some type of way. But if you come at me cleanly, there's nothing I can there's nothing I can say to you except for just come at you cleanly. You never you've thrown me. You haven't thrown me. Some type of energy that makes me want to just want to punch you in the face. You gave me the energy that, you know what? I can talk to you. I can give you the answer that you want. But if you keep on asking me so many questions, then I'm going to look at you like, okay, bro, you're you're digging into my business too much. You need to quit. But from what I can expect, and from my understanding, this, this neighborhood didn't have no burglaries, didn't have nothing around, nothing of the case. This was just some guy that just wanted to be nosy in a mug and being nosy cause you to be suspended, dog. Till next time, just relax. Relax. That's the key word of the day. Relax yourself. Relax yourself and you'll be all right. And mind your own business. That's another thing. Mind your own business. It doesn't cost any money to mind your own business. That's free. It's free of charge. Now, getting on to my uh, next topic. A judge rules for black Buffalo police officer fired for stopping colleagues chokehold. And yes, you heard me right. A black police officer was fired for interviewing when a white colleague had a black man in a chokehold during a 2006 arrest. And this happened in New York. And it reads, State Supreme Court Judge Dennis Ward noted in his ruling similar cases like the death of George Floyd. Ward said the role of other officers at the scene in such instances had come under scrutiny, particularly particularly their complacency and failing to intervene to save the life of a person whom such unreasonable physical force is being applied. So, to her credit, Officer Horn did not merely stand by, but instead sought to intervene despite the penalty she ultimately paid for doing so. She saved a life that day in history now record her for her, her for her hero she is. What is it? What is it? What is it? What is it? Right here. Over a decade of fighting, and Carol Horn has finally received justice. Today, the state of New York Supreme Court vacated and annulled the court of Buffalo's decision to fire her and take her benefits. She'll be getting her pension, benefits, and payback. And, no, no, and back pay. And you also can say payback, too, from 2010. So, basically, she should be getting to a lot of money. And I wonder what she did to cover for that money since 2006. 
well, since 2010, technically, because she stopped in two, she stopped the chokehold in 2006. She probably, her other colleagues probably made it completely worse for her for those four years until she was like fired or something or from 2010 from the police force. Basically, what I'm getting at here is this. If you see your colleague doing something wrong, you can step in. Yes, it might not be the most popular decision amongst your camp. Yes, people might look at you and say, why are you stopping me from doing what I'm doing? Yes, you're not going to be the most favorited person inside your corporate office or inside your uh, work of business. But if it's the right thing, do the right thing. You will get your justice and your reward at the end of it all. Because you know that you did the right thing and somebody else knows you did the right thing. Now, I've never understood why police officers or how police officers can get away with choking people out. But, as you can see, that's not the case. And hopefully, we shall see more of this, of officers doing wrong and then getting slapped hard across their face and being put to jail. As a matter of fact, I want to go back to something. That man that got uh, sprayed, the maced, that officer that's maced him should be going to jail because you are abusing your power, dog. You're supposed to tell somebody what he did and... That's it. Tell somebody what he did and go about your business or go about your day or do whatever you got to do after the fact of that. You're not supposed to go out with You're not supposed to choose violence first. You're supposed to do your job in a professional capacity, and that was a professional. You abuse your power. Again, you abuse your power. And when I believe, when I see officers abusing their power, they should go to jail. You have the highest power besides literally like a judge in this world because you have the power to literally take a life at any random moment and somehow you have the shield covering you because you can easily say, well, I was doing my job. That's always the go-to. I was doing my job or I was afraid of my life. A police officer can go undercover and perform undercover tasks, and if they're undercover, and they happen to kill somebody while they're undercover, but it all fits into the greater good, the greater mission, guess what happens? They come up with a slap on the wrist, but that's about it. But if we, normal civilians, happen to kill somebody that was doing wrong, guess what? You better have a plethora of people that say that this person was a bad egg, and you better have a good reputation because if you don't have a good reputation guess what that's a strike and if you don't have a plethora of people against you rocking with you that said this person was trash or he was he or she was doing some illegal business guess who are you in trouble because they're gonna say oh you just killed somebody you killed somebody over nothing that's what that was gonna happen but anyway i'm glad carol horn did get her benefits and her pension and and she's going to get a lot of money back that's owed from her. So that's about 11 years worth of pay. 11 years, ladies and gentlemen. How will, how will anybody else, how would y'all feel? That's a question. How would you feel? If you did the right thing, you get punished for it, you get about fired, and people don't look, not look at you the exact same way. You, they call you not a team player, and you get just like lambasted all around the the office. You're you're a pariah. No one wants to hang around with you. No one wants to know you. And if, they, if somebody doesn't know you, they have to pretend like they don't know you because da-da-da-da, guilty by association. And that's more than likely what happened with this woman. But she is getting her pay. 
She is getting everything that was due and owed to her. Congratulations to that. Thank God. Now, let me get to my next topic right here. A California teacher goes off on students on Zoom over parents push for in-person classes. Now, this comes from California. Uh, this, there was a video of a teacher yelling at, and I saw the video. She didn't really yell at them. She was just upset. And I've seen it before with teachers, but I've seen it in person, though. Of teachers, oh, I'm going to stop getting in front of the story. Let me just get to the story and then give my opinions on it. Uh, Alyssa Pirro, an English teacher at San Marcos High School, more than 30 minutes north of San Diego, was originally posted on Facebook, then reposted on the reopened California School's Twitter account. In the clip, Pirro tells students she dares their parents to speak to her over issues surrounding virtual classes. And I've seen the clip. The clip that rolls around is that she is... Uh, tired of parents trying to tell her how to teach. And she made a comparison of that's basically like um, her going to her doctors and telling them how to prescribe her these pills or telling them how to do a doctor's job, which she didn't go to uh, medical school. You didn't get she didn't get a Ph.D. in medicine, that type of thing. Your parent can try to tell me how to do my job all they want, but they have never done this. We're stepping into new backgrounds. She was getting frustrated and aggravated. Now, getting to my point of this, I've seen this in school before. And I was in, what, middle school. You have the kids being rowdy. You have have your bunch of kids being rowdy in certain classes. You knew the pair. You knew the kids. And then one day, the teacher just flipped. And she just... Had like, okay, I'm done. You don't kind of, you don't want to learn nothing. And I mean, she just completely just flipped the script at all. She, I mean, not she she flipped the script. She wasn't trying to hear. It. She wasn't trying to hear nobody. So guess what happened? She ended up uh, just giving everybody mad work, and that was her way of taking her anger out on the students. Me personally, I was I wasn't happy that these nimrods made her upset. Now I got to do work because you idiots did this to the whole class. And that's upsetting to me. <laughs> that's upsetting. Hold up right here. Hold up. Hold, 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 right here. I was looking at something right here. Da, 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 da. Right here. Here's from an article Right here, uh, Alyssa Pirro, a Californian teacher, would fail students if they didn't align with her politically, claims ex-pupil. And as it reads, Pirro was also heard in another video shared on social media, aggressively yelling at a student who asked about a possible white student union. She reportedly told the pupil, you don't need a white student union, Chase. You get everything. Now, new allegations are coming up against her. Speaking to Fox News on Monday, the student identified as Jace Jones said Piro's reaction came after he wrote a question in the Zoom box, Zoom chat box following the announcement of an Asian student union at school. I wanted to make a comment in the Zoom text box. Not disrupting the class, I commented, why do some races get student unions but not but others do not? We should have student unions for all races or no races for true equality, he explained. Visibly frustrated with Jones, Jonas. Piro paused her lesson before shouting GD in front of the entire class. She started berating me about how as a white male, I get everything and it's my duty to look out for minorities and all those racist 
remarks against whites and males. She later called me a moron, he told the outlet. Now, there's a video of her. I've seen now. That's the video I was talking about. I didn't hear her saying GD to the kid. I've heard her. I saw the video of her saying that there's not a white. There shouldn't be a white student union because you get everything. I a. In the re in the real world, that's the way it's going out right now. That's the way we're going about and saying that yo, you guys are getting everything, and we're trying to change that up so every other minority can get equal rights and get everything else as much as a white uh, male. So, do I think this kid was trying to be funny? Yeah, come on. And if you weren't trying to be funny, you picked the wrong outlet to really try to say you weren't really meaning it. You pick Fox News, dog. Fox News leans one way. It doesn't lean the way of the world trying to change itself. It's trying to stay the way of tradition and everything else. Fox News is not the way to do it if you're really trying to like prove your point of saying, yo, I was really just trying to say for equality or why do everybody get a student union? Dog, come on. You know why. Stop it. Stop it. Kids are smart. Kids are smarter than we ever were at that age. They know politics. They know every, They know a lot of things, but they know exactly, especially more now, how to push your buttons more quickly and know how to make it go viral much more fast. All right? So what I would suggest for you parents that are now looking at the deal, they're having to deal with your kids, and it's about to be the end of the school year, but if your kid is still in Zoom, look at them in their classrooms to see what the teacher and their workload are doing, see how the teachers are teaching, seeing how your kids or other kids are reacting inside the classrooms. Just look inside them. Just just to get your just to get a parent's head poke inside of that room. Just to know, okay, they're teaching my kids the right thing. They're teaching them this. They're not trying to fabricate or trying to uh muddy up history. Because there's been uh, instances where certain classrooms have been muddying up history and trying to change the narrative of things that happened in the past. There was a video rolling around and floating around of a parent, not a parent, but a teacher uh, trying to change up slavery and trying to reword and trying to uh, put some sugar on slavery. And trying to remix it. You can't remix slavery, dog. It's everywhere. You know what slavery is. You know what happened. You can't try to whitewash it. You can't try to do nothing to it. You know what happened. We all know what happened. Get with it. Teach what teach what happened. Get or just get done. Or or you could just put on a movie, let the kids see exactly what slavery was about. If you don't have the cojones to teach these kids exactly what slavery was and why it happened and why it could have not it could have changed but nobody did nothing to do do nothing about it i'm just saying you can easily fix it if you don't want to teach it that way but yet again parents look at it look at what your kids are being taught in these classrooms and look at who is teaching them this look at who in the classrooms being a annoyance Trust me, you're able to see that even up on even on Zoom. You're able to get that. You're able to still breathe it in and sense it in. I'm not sure how next school year is going to be. I know certain uh, schools, since we are, since the whole vaccine uh, thing has been going around, everybody's trying to get themselves back into the 
school swing of things. I'm not sure how everything's going to play for certain schools. I know for some, you, you they're trying to put kids back in certain schools, and they're not. Only time will tell. But if your kid is going uh, back into school, one, have them masked up, have them still do their business. But if they're not going back into the schoolhouse and they're going to be doing Zoom next year, look at you guys have the you as parents have the advantage. You can see what your kid is being taught. You can see who's teaching the children. You can see that. You can see it. I'm just saying, just throwing it out there. And for my final topic of the day, here's what I was here's the thing I want to ask you guys as a question. How long has this have you has anybody ever seen this challenge on TikTok? It's called the Blackout Challenge. It's the old basic uh, uh, it was it was a thing that happened. I knew about this type of deal in when I was in middle school. It was basically the chokeout game. You choke yourself out until you black out, and then hopefully you wake back up. It was the most dumbest thing ever, and apparently that's a thing happening on TikTok right now. I didn't know it was viral. I didn't know that was a thing. But a 12-year-old Colorado boy has died weeks after choking himself for a viral blackout challenge, his family says. Uh, Josiah Jesus, Hayes, Halius, I believe, of Aurora, died on Tuesday after being hospitalized and spending 19 days on life support. CBS Denver reported his family said he participated in the blackout challenge and choked himself with a shoelace. I would have never imagined my son would do such a thing, Josiah's father uh, told the TV station. I'm paying the price right now. I'm living a life, and I hate... Yeah, and I hate for other parents to go through this. Uh, Josiah's twin brother found him on March 22nd, not breathing and unconscious. The chokeout game, the chokeout challenge is a social media trend that encourages participants to choke themselves until they pass out, according to the Denver Channel. Josiah saw the trend on TikTok and tried it himself before his before his brother found him, the Denver Channel reported. Now, I again I knew about this. I did I knew that did I didn't know about this trend. Let me let me backtrack this. I didn't know about this trend. I thought this was just something that my generation kind of like saw and dealt with like in the middle school ages. So about ooh, middle school was what? 09, 2000, 09, 08 era. So I thought that was just straight up just our era that kids were being stupid because that was still like, okay, we're beginning the internet. We're beginning the internet. We didn't know, uh, this was during MySpace and videos and YouTube wasn't like as big popping as it is now, but you have videos out there, but kids would just post stupid videos up of themselves and everything else. And I heard about the choking game because there was, there was a movie about it. Matter of fact, uh, what was it? There was a video, there was a movie where Robin Williams, he's a father, and his son, who is Junie from the Spy Kids movie, he, uh, does that to himself in the closet. And Robin Williams finds out that his kid has, uh, did that to himself in the closet, and, um, 
the vigil goes out, and the kid was not that nice of a kid, but people, since he's now passed away, people do what they usually do. They praise the kid. Oh, my God, we love the kid so much. How could he have died? And yada, 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 blush, blush. Here's the deal. Make sure you look at what your kid is doing. Yet again, I'm going back to the same thing I said last week. Make sure you, you notice what your kid is doing, what your kid is on. Make sure they're not doing anything that harms themselves. Make sure that they're not looking at somebody that is a complete dumb influence. There are certain people that are dummies on the internet that just do things just for likes. The whole Tide Pod challenge mess was a deal a couple of years ago where people were just trying to eat Tide Pods just for clout on the internet where Vine was a thing for clout. Tide Pods, something for laundry detergents. It even, it even got bad that people will start locking up Tide Pods behind uh, certain uh, uh, windows, not windows, but the things that uh, plexiglass that you had to get a key for so you could unlock it and just even grab it. it even got bad that you had donut shops mimicking a Tide Pod, making a donut, and then having like the little Tide Pod-like colors on top of a donut. See, I remember that. That was stupid because it wasn't that far back. And even at that time when I saw it, that was so stupid. And people were getting hurt. They were getting sick off of the Tide Pod Challenge. People would do, people are now, we are in the age of clout. We're in the age of people trying to get on. We're in the age of people just doing anything they can to get on, make themselves fame, make themselves viral. I'm not even going to say famous because famous means that you have lasted a long period of time. You lasted six years, seven years, eight years. I don't consider five years and below famous. I consider that, okay, you had a little streak and now you're out of here. That's what I consider that. Famous is if you lasted six years and bad and longer, you're famous. At least for what you're known for. If you're social media famous, you're social media famous. There's different and there's different levels of famous. There's social media famous. There's uh, famous famous as in like, OK, everybody in the world knows you. Social media famous is like, OK, the little kids know you and like the little uh, trendy people know you, but not like the whole world know you. And don't be so gung ho just because somebody don't know you because you social media famous dog. You know, there's rule, you know, there's levels to this. But getting back to my point. Make sure your kid is watching who they're supposed to watch. If you have a five-year-old, make sure they're on some type of five-year-old educational type of learning thing. Or turn to uh, Cartoon Network or even Nickelodeon. Well, give them some old Disney shows. Disney Plus, show them some old shows. I mean, there's some other things you could show for your children at that age, that impressionable age. And whenever a kid's impressionable, they will fall and they'll be gullible for the most craziest things ever. You understand me? It is weird. As a matter of fact, I didn't know this toy was even hot out here in this world. There's a toy called Pop It or Bob It. Not Bob It, but Pop It. It's basically you just, it's not even a toy. It's basically a a it almost looks like an ice tray. Oh, yeah, an ice tray. You just pop the inside out, and you just reverse it back in, and you pop it back out, and reverse it back in. It's like it's so stupid, and it goes like for ten bucks for only one. It's so dumb. 
But then again, you have people on social media making this a thing and people going on YouTube videos making this a thing. And now you have children having their parents spend $10 or something that's so stupid. And you might say, Joe, they might not, Joe, well, the kids might not think it's stupid. No, the kids don't think it's stupid because they see people that they watch actually play around with a toy. And in reality, the toy is not a toy. It is something so stupid that why are you going to waste $10 on? But yet again, that just me ranting on. Please watch out on what your kid is doing. Make sure they're not following certain stupid trends that can ultimately hurt them or more worse, get them killed. Please watch out for what your kid is on. Make sure they're safe. Make sure they're not doing nothing to harm themselves or anybody else. Make sure that they are just living. That's what we need to encourage in our children. Continue to live. Make sure you're doing the right things. Make sure you're making the right choices so that you and your parents will live on. You will live on and that your parents will see you live on in the future. That's what needs to happen. That's what needs to continue to happen in this lifetime that we are living in. And with that, I have been hope. Let me let's see. I was about to jump the gun again. Let me give you my social media links just before I do head out of here. On Twitter, you can find me at my two podcast is at my number two. You put the actual number two podcast, or if you want to search me up, is my two cents podcast, all one word. Instagram, my two cents podcast G2, all one word again. And for business, my two cents pod at yahoo.com. Again, it's my two cents pod at yahoo.com is the actual number two for each one of these. You put the number two, you don't spell it out, you put the number two. And that has been all for this episode this week. I am thankful you guys have listened to my episodes. Uh, The numbers are showing me. I'm thankful for you guys doing that. And I will be back next week with certain with something else. Next week I'm planning on hopefully like a move this like a movie episode. Like me giving out my list of movies that I enjoy and give you out the reasons why I enjoyed certain movies. That's what I'm hoping for. That's what I'm aiming for next week. I probably will cover certain like like topics uh next week before I jump into like the movie portion of it. But hey, we shall see. Uh things are always subject to change. But With that being said, continue again to always wear your mask, keep socially distanced, uh, get the vaccine if you want to get the vaccine. Um, We are still in a dark time. There's light at the end of the tunnel. Trust me, we're going to make it out. We're going to be okay. You just got to keep pushing and keep pushing with me. And to all my college students, uh, it's almost the end of the year. It's almost well, the end of the semester. So with that being said, please continue to do your work. Get your job done. Let's not create any hassle for any of these uh, professors so they can grade all of our work and get us out of here as quick as humanly possible. So with all that being said, keep your mask on, socially distance, get the vaccine if you feel like it. Uh, yeah, I think I covered it. Um, With that being said, with that being said, sorry, I had you on there. With that being said, um, I have been your host, Gerald Garrett. This has been my Two Cents Podcast presented by G2. I love you guys. 
I will see you guys next week. This isn't goodbye. This is until you hear the sweet voice again. I am out. Thank you. And I'll see you guys all next week. Bye-bye. I'm tired. You tired. Uh-huh. Jesus wept. Uh-huh.